gray sky, hello blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. So right, you can't be wrong. Rockin' all week with you, a Happy Days podcast. Season 5, episode 2, I'm your host, Dan. How are you? I hope all is well. Today we are in, uh, well, we're, we are in season 5. We're in episodes, well, we're on the second broadcast episode, but which, which is sort of production-wise considered the third episode of season five, uh, Hollywood part three. I'm going to call it the second because it was a second broadcast episode. And we are in, and then we are going to do the third episode, Hardcover. And so we're in late September here. And, uh, of course, Hollywood part three is, is the infamous Jump the Shark episode. And I guess it, it's funny. I uh, Part of me wants to talk about that here, but I, um, I, I've put in a link already to um, an article I wrote when the Season 5 DVD set came out, uh, uh, Pop Matters, called Jumping the Shark and Surviving, where I, um, I think I, I put forward a pretty good... Um, argument for why um, the Jump in the Shark uh, episode was not a massive decline in quality for Happy Days, and there were other um, other spots you could have called out as their Jump the Shark moment, including the second episode on here, Deep Cover. And, and, the, and the, the great thing, of course, about writing an article like that is, like, if, if you go on Pop Matters, I don't know if it's still there, but, like, one guy was like, oh, it's a very interesting article. You make a, a, some, some interesting points about the season and the Jump the Shark episode. I still think the show jumped the shark with that episode, though. Ha ha. And I was like, okay, well, there, there you go. I see that a lot. So I, I see that interesting. You've, you've, you've made me think about this in a way I hadn't before. But I still like the way I used to think about it. Okay. Like, like, like people are keeping you up at night demanding that you admit whether or not uh, Fonzie Jump of the Shark was the actual jumping the shark moment of happy days. It ain't. Anyway, uh, so, so, so it's tricky because I want to talk about that. But I also wrote an article that's been online for six or seven years, and you can go and um, read it, and it, it, it's going to... St- Maybe I should read it to you guys. Well, I, I prefer for you to go and, and, and check it out. Um, but let me just let me just give you the update. You, you know what was happening. Uh, I won't tell you what happened in Hollywood Part 1 and 2. The first half of this episode is basically um, the gal who Richie was with... Um, goes away on some sort of expedition for her oceanography class and is gone from the series forever. And uh, the Fonz and the California kid have to jump the shark. That's more or less the first half of the episode and a little bit more of it. And yes, the Fonz jumps the shark. He, and he, he wins the competition, what there is of it. And then the remainder of the episode is Richie deciding whether or not to sign a five-year contract and stay in Hollywood. Um, spoiler, he doesn't. And then they all go back to... Um, Milwaukee and end up in Arnold's with Chachi and uh, Al. So that's uh, that's that's the the basic p- uh, plot breakdown of the episode. It's fun. It's it's weird. As I'm recording this, it's it's right after um, they just did a thing online, a fundraiser for I think for SAG and AFTRA, I think, um, where they're they're doing a uh, sort of a table read of the motorcycle episode of Happy Days from season three. I think, and um, and with Henry Winkler doing the Fonz and, and another Glenn Close is Mississippi, a great cast of, of people. You know, um, right before the election last year, they did a sort of Happy Days reunion where they read two or three episodes, which was lots of fun. And this is I, I just finished watching. It was it's a lot of fun to watch. Yes, I did donate. 
Yes, I did. But um, so, so this is after that. And uh, let me play you a little bit of music and then we'll come back and talk about Hollywood, part three. Right, so September 20th, 1977, directed by Jerry Paris and uh, written by Fred Fox Jr. How, how is Hollywood Part 3? Well, well, it's it's fun to see the Fonz jump the shark, and, and they do a pretty darn good job of it with one. Um, uh, they, they got a camera sort of more or less kind of like under the Fonz as he flies out over, and then they've got one on the other side of the um, circle with the shark, who's always in an in, improper sort of aspect ratio where the sharks, uh, where, where the Fonz goes over the circle. So, yes, he jumps, he survives. Richie does not accept the five-year contract for Hollywood, and they all head back. And at the end of the episode, apart from uh, Al getting a uh, set of musketeer ears, um, the, uh, the, everything is exactly as it was. Oh, except with the introduction of Chachi, who's still kind of a vague character and still kind of presented as someone who, did I miss the first few episodes he was in, kind of thing. Anyway. Uh, is the episode good? I th- the episode's pretty good. It's, it's got some laughs in it. Um, the... It's... It's, it's... it's tricky because the California kid doesn't jump the shark. And so that means the Fonz is perfectly able to... You know, it's like he, did, he didn't fail to jump the shark. He just didn't do it. He bailed out. So the Fonz is perfectly... It's perfectly acceptable for the Fonz to say, Okay, yeah, he didn't do it. He challenged me to it. I'm not doing it either. But he does it because it's a point of pride for him. And I guess that's um, awesome. And, um, yeah, they've got, like, a one of the cameras is... I think one of the cameras is mounted within the ramp that the Fonz goes off of. Sort of like, you know, when they um, when they shoot from behind, like, a home plate, like a baseball game. I think that's where it is, because I doubt they would have had him jump it twice. I think it's Henry Winkler doing the jump. If it isn't, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very good Fonz um, lookalike. Um, and, uh, but, but, yeah, they... Because I... I, I they have the one camera on one side, uh, the far side of the ramp, and I think they got one inside the ramp, looking out. I mean, it is kind of goofy concept when you think about it. Like, um, the Fonz actually like leaping over a shark. I think I said this in the last episode, so I won't belabor the point. But it is like it's it's weird. Like before he jumps the shark. Like, the Fonz has to sort of convince Richie, kind of convincing himself. And then afterwards, there's more talking and convincing. And it's, 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 I, I, I do almost kind of wish that they had the guy jump the shark and maybe fail or something. Maybe, like, fall in the circle of the shark and then someone, but, but maybe, like, he falls in the circle with the shark, but he's still holding on to the, 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 um, the, uh, water skiing handle 
thing and um and and he gets pulled out of there and saved from you know so it's sort of like well he jumped but he didn't quite succeed so now the Fonz has to go but this thing about like is pride and you know beating this guy who I mean part of it too is like um when he when he and he and Richie have some do have some good moments too they're talking and saying Richie this guy this California kid he got everything handed to him in his life and so let's just do this I want to do this and just prove you know that I can sort of one-up him you know as it were um and you see how happy the Fonz is when he hits shore and he throws his arms up in the air but that's that's cool I mean again it's it's such a pop culture moment the Fonz who's one of the biggest things at that time jumping a shark with Jaws being one of the biggest things at that time uh I I think the only I mean, if maybe Darth Vader had shown up and tried to shoot him down as he was flying through the air, that's the only other thing I could think of that would have matched all of that. Uh, I, 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 I did have a look at my article on Pop Matters, and I saw one um, typo in there that I don't like, um, that I don't think was in there, because I, I had Amanda Reyes, uh, you know, my, my podcast pal on, on Maven TV Mayhem. She proofread that article for me. That's how we met. So I know I didn't do this in there, but there's there's a bit where I mentioned that, that Happy Days did something that most long-running shows don't do, um, apart from, say, like Doctor Who, which has done it uh, like 10 times. Um, and, and that is, once it sort of jumps the shark, most long-running shows never come back from that point whereas happy days i think does now we're not anywhere if this is the point where happy days jump the shark then we can't discuss this here but um i mean i think i think one of the reasons why you can't say that this is the decline in the quality thing is one obviously the ratings the ratings were still through the roof and i think fred fox jr himself was once interviewed about it and he was like well you know it may have been a very silly thing to do but it was pop culturally it was of its time and we got ratings of whatever and he said so if if, if we did stink up the joint everybody watched it so you know and they watched it next week too so i mean i think to me you got to i mean yeah, the these opening episodes it, I mean, th- think about it. I. I actually, <laughs> I actually in the article, I, I put forward my moment when the show possibly jumped the shark wouldn't be here where the show was still at the top of the range along with Laverne Shirley, and it wouldn't be in the next season where they go to a dude ranch and all kinds of crazy crap happens that you wouldn't see. I mean, that's the thing is like these opening episodes of the season, like Fonzie falling in love, um, in with Pinky and and jumping the shark, and you know, I mean, I even think it's isn't it even wackier that like Richie gets offered a five year Hollywood contract. Isn't that crazier than possibly jumping a shark? And, you know, the next season's going to open up with guess word ho, you know, with all kinds of horse races and, I was going to say horse car chases, you know, but all kinds of crazy crap that they wouldn't normally do in a Happy Days episode. So I think it's to to call out a special episode, you know, that would be like saying, well, Brady Bunch really jumped the shark when they went to Hawaii and there was that cursed amulet or cursed whatever it was. You know, yeah, was that were those was that three part of Goofy? Um, maybe it was Goofy, but it was a vacation episode. You know, that would be like calling out Family Ties when they went on their vacation and they had that microfilm plot line. Well, you remember when they went after the microfilm? It's it's a special episode. You know, the the openings for season, the openings for seasons four, five, six, seven, and I would say nine of happy days are all sort of special 
episodes. So to kind of call them out, although I was just about to call out season seven, uh, to kind of call them out is to me, eh, you know, when they, I mean, here, here's here's the thing. Like like I said, I think I said in the last one, one of the things like like with the romance Richie has here is like all these romances, like the little the romance Joni has with this guy here and all this other stuff. When they return to Milwaukee and the moment they walk in Arnold's at the end, it's all gone. It's all wiped free, and you begin your you begin the sitcom again. These two episodes are a break. They're a little side 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 adventure. And so to say that when he jumps the shark, that's that's um that is that is the downturn point in the show, to me is foolishness, because as silly as it is, it's a holiday episode. It's a fun adventure. It's the facts of life go to Paris. You know, it's you know, the the, the Beverly Hillbillies going to New York City. You know, it's 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 a bit of silliness, it's a bit of fun. And um and you, you, and here's the thing, you can't say it was like they went to outer space or something like that, because we see, now granted there's a cut halfway through it, but we see pretty, pretty, pretty well, we see that whoever that was, I'm hoping it was Henry Winkler, they jumped that space, so they did jump the shark. So to say this is some kind of crazy thing when it actually happened... To me, is like at the end of the day, folks. I I I, lo- I love the concept of jump the shark, and I love the concept of sort of being able to look at shows and do this. But I also think, as I say in the article I wrote, this concept, the people who came up with this were a bunch of drunk college guys, and um, so while it's a fun term to use, I um I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Like, like I said, like I was going to say, in, was it Shotgun Wedding Part 1? The opening episode of Season 7? When Richie and the Fonz hide inside a cow costume? A la Top Secret, the Zucker Abram Zucker masterpiece with Val Kilmer? To me, that would be the point when the show would jump the shark. And I, when we start talking about the next episode, I'll give you another point where the show might jump the shark. But um, I think to me... It's it's funny. I I think just less so than the jumping the shark. I just think all the sort of machinations that the Fonz has to go through in his head to justify why he's doing this very silly thing make it trickier than it should be. Because I think if there, like I said, if there was some sort of real feeling of danger or something, then it would have upped the ante. If the other guy was almost eaten by the shark then it would up the ante. But he chickened out, and the Fonz did it no problem. And as far as I could see, that that distance there for a good water skier probably would have been no problem. So, so what, so, so, well, let's go to the second half. Fonzie, uh, uh, Richie, uh, is he going to sign the contract or not? They tried to do a thing where they make you think, maybe for a moment he might. And then they also do a thing where him and Mr. C, his dad, um, have a, sort of one of their standard sort of discussions like Richie I can't really I don't want to tell you what to do but know that whatever decision you make this sort of standard stuff Mr. C has said over the past four seasons but in the past four seasons when he said this stuff it hasn't been about something as frankly ridiculous as Richie suddenly about to sign a five-year contract in Hollywood and so there's something about that where it's like you know he mentions Ozzie and Harriet you know and it's like 
yeah, yeah, but Mr. C, previously when you or Ozzy were was given were, were was were giving out advice, it was about things like dates and um, sort of moral things like should I do this? You know, should I write this article showing that the Fonz is scared of liver? You know, stuff like that. You know, and, and Mr. C just says you've never done anything that's embarrassed us. What about that time they all got arrested for drag racing in season one or season two? I forget which one it was, but I think. I think he's 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 overselling it a little bit and there is something weird about to me the fact that he's giving Richie this very sort of standard but sweet sitcom dad to sitcom son discussion when it involves a 5 year Hollywood contract and in the end, of course, Richie doesn't take it because he wants to be a journalist. He doesn't want to be an actor and, and he doesn't want to spend five years of his life possibly becoming famous and rich, but possibly just sitting around like Martin Fink or something, just like just like having a miserable time. So and and, and the thing is we never think I mean we we never think that he is going to sign the contract. That's the thing. So um yeah, yeah. So <laughs> It's 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 tricky because like we know that the Fonz will jump the shark. We don't know how exactly it's going to happen, but we know it, and we know that Richie isn't going to sign the contract. So the episode is kind of like he'll jump the shark. We'll all cheer. It'll be a bit strange, and Richie won't sign the contract. We're going, oh, okay, Rich, and so it's kind of the episode sort of climaxes in the middle, and then the second half is just kind of. It kind of peters out. The, the closing scene in Arnold's is a fun scene, and the Fonzie, our superstar, is is kind of cool with the Fonz taking that poster of him and and uh, Chachi and Al talking is is interesting, considering the fact that obviously, spoiler, Al will be his 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 um, stepdad, you know, in a few seasons. So it's nice to see them sort of talking. And when my wife walked in, as I was watching this episode, she said, oh my gosh, Chachi's so tiny. And yet, like, Joni, like, whoa, over him. That'll change soon. But yeah, that's... It's funny, I, I want to talk more about the jumping the shark and things like that, but the, the thing about this episode is this episode basically resolves what was set up in the first hour. And that's about it, and it resolves it exactly the way you'd think. Fonzie jumps the shark, Richie says no to the contract, they return to Milwaukee. And when they return to Milwaukee, the tricky thing about the jump of the shark is that the Fonz could say he jumped the shark, but that doesn't like, it's not like when he jumped all the um, the barrels, you know, and that was on TV. This was, well, technically it's on TV, you know, but, um, uh, yeah, it's just... It, it's tricky because the first episode kind of sets up, like, several romances and the, the thing with the shark and will Richie do this and that. And this episode kind of just, like, throws them away, almost. Like, oh, the romance, it's over. Oh, Fonzie's jumping the shark? Yeah, he does it. Oh, the the contract? Yeah, you knew he wasn't going to do that. So it's it's a it's a tricky episode because it's certainly... It's, it, it moves quickly. It's charming. But it almost feels... It's so obvious. Well, well, I'll be, I'll be honest though. I didn't think that that gal that Richie met in the previous episode would kind of throw him away so quickly at the beginning. I, I didn't see that. But the rest of it is so obvious that it's almost a little too. Um, I wish it had been funnier. 
I guess is what is what I'm saying because they spend so much time justifying why Fonz is doing it before and after and they spend so much time sort of justifying for Richie why he's not signing the contract that there's almost more time spent sort of justifying what they're doing that we already knew they were going to do than actually doing stuff and that's kind of too bad um it doesn't it doesn't make for a bad episode but a lot like I guess like Fonzie Loves Pinky Part 3 it doesn't it, it kind of makes for a an okay episode um I yeah yeah you know Fonzie, Fonzie Loves Pinky at least will have some ramifications coming up soon in this season but the Jumping the Shark thing only has ramifications in pop culture not within the show itself. There is, of course, mention of... Um, at the very end, there is mention of college, that when Richie returns, he'll be going to college, and the Fonz is excited to to maybe meet some college gals, because he should probably stop dating the high school gals now, as all, everyone he knows is out of high school. Um, but yeah, that's that's Hollywood Part 3. I really would love to read you the, the full article, but I just looked at it, and it's pretty lengthy. So I think it will probably take me about 10 to 15 minutes to read. So I'm not going to do that. So go do that uh, yourself. Yeah, it's, it's um, Pop Matters. If you Google Jumping the Shark and Surviving Pop Matters, that's one word, Pop Matters, um, and maybe my name, Daniel uh, Budnick, B-U-D-N-I-K, it'll come up and you can read it. And you can see that one typo in there, that when I read that, I was like, there is no way that Amanda would have let that through. That is it. That is and. And as I was looking at it, there were one or two moments where like quotes weren't there when they were supposed to be, and there was a parenthesis missing. So, um, so I'm not. That's pop matters. That that one's on pop matters, and uh, it wasn't like I got paid for it or anything. I just um, wrote it and, and and put it up there. Um, but yeah, that's that's Hollywood Part Three again. A, a, a fun variation, and I almost like I said last time. I almost wish that this had aired, maybe in. Um, like the middle of summer rather than in September. Um, but huge ratings. The show was doing well. And um, we go on now to Hardcover. Hardcover, again, directed by Jerry Paris. It's written by Brian Levant, um, who you might know better for directing The Flintstones and Jingle All the Way. I, I, I haven't seen Jingle All the Way since this came out, but I remember enjoying the heck out of it. And The Flintstones I never actually saw. I was I was uh, my first summer in LA was the summer the Flintstones was out of '94 and I went to see every other big movie that came out that summer including North although I suppose that was the opposite of a big movie and The Shadow yeah and and I I saw Spanking the Monkey I saw all these movies for some reason I missed the Flintstones I think all my roommates went to see it but I missed it but we a hardcover September 27th 1977 and. Um, Mr. C has a like a like an eight millimeter camera or something that he's he's shooting footage of the family, which is getting on everyone's nerves. Um, Chachi isn't in this one. I think he's probably on uh, Blasey's Beauties or Who's Watching the Kids or whatever's going on. Um, uh, but um, Richie has started college and is unhappy because his love life stinks. He can't get any of the gals to go out with him, and so the Fonz takes Richie to the college library to meet some intelligent college girls and there Richie meets Lori Beth Lori Beth Allen 
um, who will become a very important character in the show. And um, uh, she went to, they went to high school together, but she, or at least great, or some kind of school together, but Richie doesn't really remember her because she looked different. And uh, the, 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 basic, the, the, the basic premise is they go back to her dorm, they're making out in her dorm room, suddenly it's after 10 when no boys are allowed, and they have a very strict house mother who's going to expel all of them. And uh, so they have to figure out how to get Richie out of there. But then the Fonz turns up, too. He's hanging out with the gal who he met in the library. So the two of them have to get out. But there's a panty raid looming. Oh, boy. So what do the guys do? They go under hard cover. I don't know what that means, but I just thought I'd say it. Listen to this. I'll be on the other side. I will say this here, and then I will stop mentioning Jumping the Shark. But isn't Richie and the Fonz dressing up as college girls with like um, uh, not hair nets, um, but like um, shower caps and um, sort of and and in nightgowns and hiding in college girls' beds? Isn't that more of a Jump the Shark thing? Then Jumpy the Shark, Jumpy the Shark is, is, when you think about it, weird but cool. Whereas, dressing up as, as ladies um, is very goofy. Even 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 Richie, uh, even Potsy and Ralph, when they, when they come in there and they see them um, during the panty raid, when they see Richie and Fonzie dressed up as um, girls, even they're like, hmm, what's going on here? And, yeah, so... So so, what do I think of this episode? I think it's, I think it's a pr- pretty pretty darn funny episode. It's um, it's very sitcommy, yeah, very sitcommy. I mean, maybe maybe to an extreme point. Um, I I like the way that it starts and closes with Mr. C and the camera, and it ends with Mr. and Mrs. C doing a little Laurel and Hardy impersonation, which is always fun. I'm a, I'm a big Laurel and Hardy fan. But but the the rest of it's fine. That the scene, uh, the the first scene with uh, Fonzie and, Miss, and Richie chatting, the scene in the library, the stuff with Lori Beth. I like the fact that Lori Beth and uh, Richie are um, almost immediately making out. They go back to her dorm and they're immediately making out because my my recollection of college when now I went away to college. I I think um, uh, the, the you know uh, R- Richie is living at home. And he has a funny joke about sort of what fraternity he's in uh, when he's trying to talk to Lori Beth. And Lori Beth lives around there, too. So she's just staying in the dorm because it's easier or, or for some reason, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but, I mean, I do remember when I when I got to college, things were, were sort of like that. You just had a lot of a lot of people who were around 18 and, and had never, you know, were never this far from home before. And just uh, were a little freer, were a little more fun. It was a, you know... It, it, there were no mom and no moms or dads to walk in, just roommates. So things were a little. Yeah, I remember. I remember having some fun times in there. I also remember I had a couple of really annoying roommates in there too. Um, some of who, some of my roommates I adored, but um, but uh, wow, some of them not so much. Regardless. Uh, yeah, I, I like how quickly Lori Beth is... I mean, because Lori Beth sort of says that she's liked Richie for a long time and Richie never really noticed her. And I like how sort of quickly that goes. 
because obviously, spoiler, um, they'll be getting married in season eight, I believe, and having kids. And, and you know, the last time we see them, you know, I think they've had two kids and, and, and uh, Richie's trying to be a screenwriter and, and you know, and, and it's the 63, 64, whenever the heck it is when the show ends. So 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 this is the start of a, of a really... And this is not... Linda good good friend is the um yes yes is the is the actress's name who plays Lord Beth and she was uh, she played a character named Kim in the previous season and uh, in the episode where they get locked in the um the vault or the say or the you know in Mr. C's Harvester but this one um this is a different character and I do like that she likes Richie and he likes her and they hit it off pretty pretty swiftly which is fun so and and I will say one of my favorite things about the library it's it's a nicely put together sort of library room with a lot of people in it, and I do like that there's like there's a um, uh, there's like one um, in in all the books you see around them there's like one shelf that's marked like poetry, and another shelf is just a small shelf is like an end cap is like literature. It's like oh my gosh you've got over nine books of literature. I'm sure they have more than that. It wraps around the thing, but but I just kind I just kind of like the way they they put the signs up there. They don't have to put up any signs at all, you know. I mean the um, the the library where I went to college at Ithaca Ithaca New York Ithaca College was um, let's see there was a basement where they had like um, uh, 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 like conference rooms and, and like library you know you would go down there for like if you had a class there there was something on study rooms things like that then you had three floors with all the books and everything on it and I want to say literature was like on the third floor like way in the back or something so I remember going there to uh, like when I, I was when I started college reading a lot of John Barth George Carol Oates then reading Tristram Shandy and stuff and finding those back there and then the top floor like the fourth floor was the visual audio visual library which is basically like it was a video it was it was a video store and and like a video rental store and like a music rental store they had like one one side of the room was was um uh, uh record players and cassettes and cds and you would go to you know and they had a big library of music that you would take and you could listen to for sort of classes and then the other side was just a series of VCRs, and you would just go and you would watch movies, and and it was great because sometimes it it was it was fun because you know if you couldn't like my my freshman year of college I didn't have a car, and so if I wanted to go to a movie, unless I I, I if I couldn't get someone to take me, well well f- f- like Friday and Saturday nights they used to show movies in at 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 the campus like in the main hall somewhere or other um but it, it was great too because like if you if you want to go see a movie i just go up to the uh you know the fourth floor of the library you know and say hey let me have a look at your catalog i pick out a movie and i go and watch it it was great and sometimes i bring people along we'd have a great time and i somehow remember our library being darker than their library is uh, oh, Richie. I'm just watching Richie here, and uh, Lori Beth's kind of giving him the eye, and uh, Richie's pretending to speed read. And um, Lori Beth, Beth would be very um, uh, practical as the show would go along, especially when Richie wasn't there. Uh, and but she, she, um, like I said, when you when you get when you get to college, um, there's sort of a free uh, freeness to it, and. Um, 
and you, you kind of get that in this episode, which I like. You know, I, I mean, more than half of it is like in this one small dorm room with people going in and out of the windows and hiding in closets and under sheets and going in and out the, the, the room and everything. And it's, um, I mean, it's a fun episode. I think it's a pretty funny episode. Um, and it's, I think it's kind of a, um, uh, I think it's funnier than the Hollywood episodes. Um, it is very, very sitcom-y. Um, and, uh, I, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's, is, is it a great episode? Nah, it's a, it's a pretty darn good episode, but it's important because of, of, of Laurie Beth and, um, sort of where, uh, where they will go, uh, from here. It's, it's weird. I, um, I think that's all I have to say about this episode. It's, it's, it's an amusing episode and there's some some funny running around and the Fonz and Richie dress up as girls and um, the Fonz uh, kisses an older, larger lady and has kind of a bouncy step as he goes out the window and, and um, Potsy and Ralph engage in a panty raid and, and we meet Lori Beth and um, Mrs. C.R. Laurel and Hardy and that's, um, I, I mean, obviously right here I, I don't think we know possibly how important um, Lori Beth will be to the show but she will be. I'm. It's. It's weird. I'm trying to think of more to say about the episode here. I mean, it's. It's. It's pretty much just straightforward wackiness, you know, with this. This crazy um, house mother who's going to storm in and, um, you know, does the bed checks and things like that, and no boys after ten, and we're all going to get expelled. I mean, I do like how. Um, um when you're in the room and like Lori Beth's bed. If you go to the right of Lori Beth's bed, there's a uh, like a dresser, and at one point the camera goes over there, and at one point the Fonz goes over there, and there's like a poster or something hanging above the dresser, and it's like every time it cuts over there, it becomes perilously close to is this the edge of the set? Because as we said, or as I've said, or as I've yeah said before, like the the living room set with the kitchen area and the dining room area was probably a permanent. And Arnold's, I would bet, could be taken down. The fact that they could move the the the, the um, seats around and stuff, Arnold's, I bet, could be taken down fairly easily. So this just has the three sets. It has the main house set. It's 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 almost kind of it's it's almost slightly weird because you know um, th- three fifths of the episode like 80% of the episode takes place in either the dorm room or the library and then the very beginning and the very end takes place in the Cunningham you know living room area so I'm, it's a uh, I am um, I, I yeah I, I do wonder if well I mean it's, it's nice to see the Cunninghams there but I do wonder if there's a way they could have written the episode where um, it's all like at the college you know but then it would have been there's so little of the first you know the Hollywood episodes that take place in the well none of part three takes place in in the house and only the brief five six minutes at the beginning of part one does but I I, know, I just I just like you know we're expanding a bit I you know I don't I don't know that we're going to go back to the library I don't know that we're going to go back to Lori Beth's dorm room but um it's kind of fun to expand it out a bit as you know now Richie is back in college September and Richie's back in college and uh yeah well it's it's well, I guess I'll wrap up this episode a little early here folks I um I was 
Yeah, they're um, uh, Richie and Lori Beth uh, make out a lot, and, and the Fon shows up, and he's met a girl, a smart girl, who's got him a, li- or a library card, as he says, and he, he he does do that thing that we talked about before when they're like the Fon says it, kind of like, hey, wear your glasses, it's cool. And this one, he says something like, um, you know, I got a, I got a library card, you know, and I got the card, you know, I got a book, you know, and you can go in there and just get books, you know, and everyone can read anyone can get a library card so you get yourself a card and uh, get a book you know and read and so it's kind of like the Fonz is telling everyone to read and the Fonz is having a lot of fun when he's there um, some of it gets hectic but he um, I do like that the, the Fonz like, like Richie's a little worried here and there but the Fonz the Fonz is that sort of feel he used to have uh, some time ago where he's just enjoying himself really he's just kind of goofing around and whatever is going on is going on and you know the Fonz, the, the the, you know the world is 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 Fonz's oyster, as it were. So, it's a fun episode, and Lori Beth is now in the show, and as I said, no Chachi or uh, or uh, Al, in this one, but that's fine, that's fine. So Lori Beth is now part of the show, and that is the end of hardcover. For the next episode, what are we doing for the next one? We are doing my cousin the cheat. And fonselectomy. Now, my cousin the cheat obviously will have a bunch of chachi in it. And fonselectomy is the second, I think the second, right? The second Halloween episode of the show, which would be fun. So, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, this was uh, Rockin' a Week with you, Season 5, Episode 2. I'm your host, Dan. Listen to a little bit of this, and we'll be back next time.